0: Back, back where my roots ain't watered down Growing, growing like a Bob Bob tree Of life on the ground Ancestor put me on game on time, on gold chains With my old shoe in the jail Drip all on me I'm good at that she keepin' On the donuts, been like Sacha, nut, choppa, incense Yo, yo On our internet analytic here aka dreams and i'd like to welcome you to mine which i call the notorious mass effect podcast i'm a hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of RB mixed in for episode 41 we're going to be getting into quavo versus little baby 2021 grammy winners roblox stock and then we're going to be finishing with beyonce and megan the stallion But before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. And make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that we got the intro out of the way, let's switch it up and get into Quavo and Little Baby. Okay, getting into Little Baby and Quavius, the whole All-Star weekend wasn't wasn't like a weekend at all as it was just one day with the dunk contest in the middle of the actual All-Star game, which was kind of weird and felt rushed. But outside of that, we had a celebrity game before the actual day of having the All-Star game, and this contained Little Baby and Two Chains facing off against Quavo and Jack Harlow in the All-Star basketball game. So, this was an All-Star event, of course, but the rappers they picked wasn't of the All-Star caliber type of uh, a play you would like to see from celebrities. Now, Quavo was. And I believe I've heard that two chains can hoop, but I don't know if it's just because he's 6'5". or is it just because um, he can actually like actually hoop? Like I don't know if they were just making that up or not. Because throughout the game, it was just all Quavo from the from the beginning to the end. As they Quavo and I was okay, man. Jack Harlow was on the team, but basically Quavo dominated two chains, little baby. Like I think his stat line was like. Thirty-one points, sixteen rebounds, and like fifty-one assists, and it was only going to twenty-one. So, yeah, you ask me how that's possible, but anyways, so in the midst of the game, they was playing to twenty-one, a two-on-two, well, yeah, two-on-two two, uh, matchup, and had a lot of sponsors, of course, bringing in a lot of money for All-Star. Even it was pretty funny because little ba- baby played like one of the worst games I've ever seen, and. From, from just an individual person Like you can tell he, he doesn't hoop at all Like he's one of those That You know Grew up Didn't play uh, Grew up Not playing A single sport Like that's kind of how A little baby was out there Just throwing the ball At the backboard Not hitting the rim At all So he tweeted After the game After that horrible Performance He was like I only show up when I get paid or something like that, and then he said I put the ball down a long time ago to go into the field, and so that I thought that was pretty funny. He was basically making um, a joke out of him playing bad, so he didn't. He obviously didn't care that much, which was nice to see him not taking it personal because the internet was killing him from for his shots uh, selection and the way that the shot didn't even get close to the actual rim. But getting into Quav- Quavius' uh, actual stat line he had 17 points 14 rebounds and four blocks now if you're going to 21 and you have 17 points i would say that the other person on your team either didn't get the ball that much or knew that he could not keep up with your level of productivity so he just let you rock which i think was the case with uh jack Harlow. after the game quavo took the uh, time to claim that he was the best hip-hop basketball player in the world I don't understand how that will happen when, well, how that's possible when you still have rappers like, was Chris Brown considered a rapper? I don't really know, but you have Lil Durk who's pretty good at basketball, and you also have another rapper that I'm just going to call Dave, because I'm definitely not calling him by his actual name, but he's actually pretty nice at basketball also, with the TV show Dave, y'all know who I'm talking about if you actually watched it, or you could just search it up but there's a lot of hip hop rappers that can play basketball and it's not of it's not out of the norm for a basketball player for a hip hop artist to not be able, to be able to play basketball. I don't know why I'm twisting up my words. But with Master P being the greatest example of him literally going to the league and playing the exhibition game and then turning around and becoming a hip hop artist. So, hip hop artist being a good basketball player shouldn't be as um The word shouldn't be as surprising as some people make it seem and Quav- quavius is definitely not the best rap hip hop basketball player in the game so I thought that was pretty funny when he said that after beating two chains and little baby <laughs> but the cash prize for this whole contest was five hundred thousand so that went to Quavius and Jack Harlow as far as Harlow he tweeted out saying that he was going to donate The proceeds to Kentucky State University and Simmons College of Kentucky. So, it was nice to see Jack Harlow giving back. Now, what Quavo did with the I don't know what Quavo did. I don't know if he. Okay, so Bleacher Report report pledged uh, an addition, additional five hundred thousand to some HBCUs of Quavo or in uh, Jack Harlow's choice. But they also got a hundred another 500,000 to themselves. So that's really how the game went. I mean, throughout the whole game if you if you want to I wouldn't recommend watching it, but if you want to, it's literally just a quavius fest of him getting all type of blocks, steals and points. So or if you want to see how bad little baby was missing the rim, that was pretty entertaining, not going to lie, cuz he was at the free throw line one, in, in, at one possession and he, he shot it and it hit the backboard and nothing else. Like he, he hit the top right of the backboard and he was at the free throw line. So that should give you an idea on how bad he actually played. But it's OK, because at least he's good at rapping. But before the game, he was also talking about how about the opportunity, saying that. Like they was just giving quotes before the game and little baby was saying that he definitely wanted to be involved as much as he as, as much as he can because he feel like it's going to be good for his city and his fans so he popped out only because that like the, the all star game was in Atlanta because Atlanta's open like Atlanta's acting like COVID-19 never came like Atlanta's acting like COVID-19 never existed. Like COVID-19 just packed up his bags and went somewhere else. Like it's not just still here. So that's why the NBA had the all-star game there. And with little baby being of Atlanta type. Well, I mean, he's from Atlanta, but you know, he had to pop out. But the the, the most interesting thing that I've realized with this is doesn't not to, you know, I try not to bring up too much hip hop beef. And when I'm talking, when I'm going over stories, but this is just like too obvious not to say. The the Migos and little baby do not have the greatest of relationships. And that's good. I mean, let me type this in. That should be like. So, I'm pretty sure that Little Baby and the Migos don't have one song together, like, officially. And that's kind of concerning for me, as I don't... They're, lit, they're on the same label. They're from the same city. But they have never made a song together. And the reason I bring this up is because, allegedly, Little Baby's crew jumped offset from the Migos. So... That could, look <laughs> listen to me saying, yeah, you know, um, they may not have done a song together because one of the me- members of the Migos got jumped by Lil Baby's crew, but this is like a legend, so it could have happened, and it could have not happened, but for Quavo, I know it's just an all-star basketball game, but still, if Lil Baby and, and, and Quavius are on the same court on opposing teams, and Quavo dropped like 17.16 blocks, like you don't think he has some type of motive against Lil Baby? Like, just... I'm putting it out there. Like, I don't, I don't think that Lil Baby and the Migos crew have the greatest of relationships. So, it's surprising seeing them on the same court. Let me just say it was a different type of shooting than I expected. But um, with, with Lil Baby and, and the Migos, hopefully they can get that whole situation resolved without having to come to any, like, Deaths or anything because we definitely want some Migos and Lil Baby type music, music and for some reason we haven't gotten it yet. Um, obviously the the Offset Lil Baby situation is pretty hectic. Well, how do you say hectic right now and I don't know when that's, I don't know when that's going to be resolved, but it definitely is going to be, I mean, I would think it would be, unless it's something we de- we don't know at all, that something went down but with them being on the same label from the same city, they really shouldn't be beefing like this as honestly, the Migos need little baby more than little baby needs the Migos and that's just the truth of right now the Migos are more of like an a old time type act Like they're getting in that realm of um, an old act like an OG type act instead of the up and coming hot artists and little babies. It and little baby is exactly that. So for me, it goes it'll be in the best interest to try to mend things with little baby. And watching the game, Quavo and little baby didn't interact that much. I mean, they did it at, at first. I mean, you even saw a little baby and, and Jack Harlow interacting. Like, I think he was Jack Harlow was showing little baby how to stretch or something, but. As far as Quavo and Lil Baby, they didn't act, interact too much. And when they got on the court, obviously it was all business as Quavo took the time to post up Kareem, uh, Kareem type stats. So, yeah, and that's all I really had to say about the Quavius and Lil Baby situation. Because I just thought that was interesting that they was on the same court with the beef they have off the court. But hopefully they hopefully they make it up. That's all I want to see at the end of the day. So yeah, that's all I have for the Little Baby and versus uh Quavo All-Star game. Uh click my link to in my bio, let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of the game? What did you think of the game? And will the Migos and Little Baby ever mend things up? Like will they ever forgive each other for whatever happened that made them mad at each other in the first place? So yeah, let me know that. And now we're going to switch it up and get into the 2021 Grammy winners. Okay, getting into the 2021 Grammy winners, we're going to be talking about the R&B and rap portion of this list because of the hip hop aspect of this whole podcast. And, you know, I say, what do I say? With a little R&B Mixed in with a little R&B So we're gonna talk about R&B just a little bit But we're, we're obviously gonna Should I start from the top or the bottom? I don't even know A lot of these, like, best folk album I don't think anybody cares of that about that No offense to people who listen to folk music But if you're listening to this podcast I'm pretty sure that you listen to mostly R&B or hip-hop <laughs> So we're gonna get to those type of awards But the Grammy show was pretty smooth in my opinion like the pace was nice um the little interact the, the how they introduced the nominees from different people that was nice the host of course Noah I think he's like Trevor Noah I think is one of the one of the funniest people on the planet like honestly and having him as a host it's just icing on the cake really with this whole with this whole um show because he he really did his thing but getting into the hip hop and it's just all type like, of best jazz instrumental album. Like who? Like I guess music is music, but like at the same time, like let's get to the let's get to what people care about. <laughs> it, a, it was a lot of winners, so I'm, that's what I'm going through right now. But just watching, let me know um, if you watched actually watched the show and what was your favorite part of the show? Because my favorite part, honestly, my favorite part was watching the baby perform because. He really wasn't I knew he wasn't winning any awards. Like I am at, let me I'm just like if you know the baby's background, there was no way you could tell me that he was going to win a Grammy. Like this man, you know how they say clean up on Al 7? This man literally had a had an incident where they had to say clean up on Al 7 and it wasn't it wasn't because of any groceries that was spilled. Anyways, let's get into the uh, let's get into the nominees. Well, not the nominees, but the winners. So, but best melodic rap performance we we had the baby featuring uh, Roddy Rich with Rockstar. Laugh now, cry later with Drake featuring Lil Durk. The box with Roddy Rich. So Roddy Rich is on here on here twice, which is cr- crazy. Um, Highest in the room with Travis Scott, and then you had lockdown with Anderson Pack, and of course anderson pack one was locked down because if for those who don't know anderson pack is one of those that he just is he just gives off the grammy type vibes like he's one of the he looks like one of those type of artists that don't show up to any of the bt hip hop awards don't show up to any of the soul awards but when it comes to the grammys he's getting at least one or two uh from from the quote-unquote most prestigious uh, music award so Anderson Pack is just one of those artists that even if you don't hear of him he's still going to end up winning some type of award because that's just the type of system it seems like he, he's been being put through and I'll be interested to see what type of label he's actually on but yeah so I don't really think that's a snub I think Anderson Pack is one of the more talented artists in the industry it's just funny how his name always pops up when it comes to winning something from the Grammys. Uh, getting as the best rap song, the winner of that I'm not gonna go through the rest. I already said most of these. Like you had the bigger picture, the box, laugh now, cry later, rock star, and then the winner was Savage, of course, with Beyonce and where's the name? It's, a, it's all type of names on here. Sean, Sean, I think Jay Z got a, a, a Grammy from this. It has his name on the tr- on the track, so I don't think he wrote for Beyonce. I think somebody else did, either Teresh Nash or Derek Milano. Buddy. I think The Dream wrote for wrote Beyonce's verse for Savage, if I'm not mistaken. Let me look up The Dream's actual name, because it has Jay Z's name on here, but I'm pretty sure he didn't do anything. Not to like discredit him, but I mean, literally, like the Dream always writes for Beyoncé. So, ter- okay, the Dream's real name is Terius Youngdale Nash, and yeah, Terius Nash. She's he's credited in the winner. So the Dream wrote this verse. I don't know what, what is that illegal? Like, can you just put your name on a on the track? You have no business like contributing, like. You didn't contribute to this at all, and you have your name on the on the credits. Like, I don't know if he wrote like an ad lib or something, or because I don't know. Maybe the maybe he helped out the Dream write a little bit for Beyonce, but that's still crazy. Like, I would want the Dream type position because uh, imagine writing for somebody and getting a Grammy, and but nobody knows, but you still get the uh, you still get the Grammy. Like, it, it's kind of one of those where it, it's the dream of having the money and the respect but not having the actual the problems that comes with the the clout and the uh, popularity contest that you have to sometimes perform for it. but Savage winning best rap song I'm not mad at at all because Megan Thee Stallion can rap and Beyonce is probably one of the best artists of all time best rap performance uh, Savage won this again I'm not gonna get into the other nominees but savage won this with megan Thee stallion featuring beyonce of course best rap album you you had a bunch of like this was this this um uh, category just screamed nas like you had black habits d smoke uh alfredo freight uh, of frida gibbs and the alchemist a written testimony j electronica the allegory okay the allegory by royce the five was pretty was pretty solid Royce the Five Nine is one of the best rappers in the game right now, so I'm not gonna disrespect him. But as far as the other nominees, like who put this list together? And then you had King's Disease, of course, with Nas, who who ended up went ended up winning this um, this um, category because who was gonna compete with Nas King Disease? I mean, Nas did one of the few things that OG rappers tend to do, where they go back to the young. Producers and and cook up something like OG type rappers try to stay in the lane with the producers that they came up with. Nas came back with Hit Boy and just delivered not a classic, but he delivered a a solid album. Because I think when I reviewed this, I didn't I didn't give this like I didn't say this was trash, but I definitely didn't say this was like the greatest album of the year. I thought it was I thought it was a pretty solid album, and I'm not surprised for him getting the best rap album because I mean it's Nas at the end of the day and. The Grammys are more about names than they are about like the actual quality. Not to say this is bad, but it's definitely not the best rap album of the year. I would give that to Big Sean Detroit too. I just had to throw that in there. I mean, it's just obvious. Like, you telling me D Smoke had a better album than Big Sean? Like, Frida Freda Gibbs, Gibbs, the the Alchemist, like what? That had a like they had a better album than D, Detroit too definitely wasn't rapping better than him they can forget about that but it's just names at the end of the day with the grammys and hopefully that shows with the whole entire show and especially who won the album of the year wasn't it taylor swift swift or whatever anyway let's stay on track best r&b song so for the best r&b song they had black parade by beyonce cadence Ooh, they had a bunch of people that have no idea who they are. And so they gave this to Better Than I Imagined by by Robert Glasper. I feel like I should know who that is. Oh, featuring her. Okay, I definitely know who her is. Her is a really talented artist, so at least they gave it to a real RB artist. Because some of these I don't know who the names are. Only really only people I recognize is like Beyonce. I mean it has all the songwriters on here, so they probably have the artists like towards the end of it. Yeah, I don't recognize none of these names but I do recognize her And they—they they, she ended up winning So good for her The best R&B song went to Better Than I Imagined by It doesn't It just says a bunch of Okay Robert Glasper featuring her That's, that's who won the best R&B song And then Jenea Aiko Lost the best progressive R&B album That's the only thing I can take out of this Because I don't know the rest of the names I think that she should have won because Ecos definitely talented. and But I didn't listen to the Thundercat album, so I really can't speak on that too much. The best traditional R&B performance? I can't speak on that. Best R&B performance? I can speak on this. Uh, yeah, Lightning and Thunder, Janelle Eco featuring John Legend, Black Parade, Beyonce, All I Need, Jacob Collier, uh, Go Head, Go Head? Question mark? Pause. i don't know britney howard <laughs> uh see me emily king but uh this went to black parade of course, i think black parade is one of beyonce's best songs like like honestly I, don't, I think i talked about this when the song actually came out for the timing of what we was going through with the black lives matter movement and for this song to come out the black parade and for it to have she was rapping on this like she was she was singing of course but she she was also rapping pretty well on this on this track i think this is one of beyonce's best tracks of like in her career which is it's kind of hard to say because it's beyonce but for the timing music is all about timing and the the just how when the bigger picture came out with the black lives movement and the black parade came out like it's the same imp- i think it should have had the same impact as the bigger picture it didn't it didn't as far as billboard wise, but it's nice it's nice to see that the Grammys recognize Black Parade as being one of the better like tracks in and um that came out last year. Because when I heard Black Parade, I was like, Wow, this is like the Black Parade is one of those you listen to and then you start moving with the song, like it is a really nice track and, and, and it flows the bridge going to the chorus, the chorus going into the verse. The way that Beyonce ties everything together with just being black and just uplifting and dropping this in the midst of the Black Lives Matter movement made it one of the better tracks of the year, in my opinion. And I'm just, I'm, I'm surprised. Well, I'm not surprised. It's Beyonce at the end of the day. And I told you, the Grammys rewards names, but Black Parade, to me, is is deserving of this award, so... Mm, some of the other yeah, Some of these other things I don't know Best Pop Vocal Album Now to be honest I'm just gonna be honest I didn't watch most of this award show <laughs> Like I didn't watch most of this award show And that's just because like They literally didn't nominate The Weeknd For anything And he had one of the best performing albums Tracks of all time Like Blinding Lights Blinding Lights Broke the record for how many weeks it's, It stayed in the top 10 And it didn't get a single Nomination Like imagine Like putting this in sports terms right Imagine you being LeBron And you drop like 30 And and 10 rebounds and 10 assists Like the whole season and you're at the top like 3 in the power rankings for the whole season and then at the end of the season they're like no nah, you can't go to the playoffs like you had a good season but you, you stay in the regular season like that's basically how the grammys did the weekend the uh, the weekend put up all these numbers that's never been done before with these tracks and albums and the grammys was just like yeah you did the super bowl performance so we're not going to let you be nominated um in our award show and the the deal with that is when you perform for the, when you perform, they're, they're thinking is you already performed for the biggest sporting event in the world, but you, so, so most, if not all of the human population have already seen it. So if you come perform for us, it's not going to hit the same. That's literally what they, like think. Like if you, if you listen to like the industry, that's what they think is how, they, they think that's how things work like they they don't ever like when when artists come out with tour dates they sometimes perform more than one time in the same city and that's because like it's a big audience and the grammys produces a big audience and they just totally threw the weekend to the side because he did the super bowl performance which is something that's it's not really touched on too much. Of course, none of none of the winners got up there and said like the weekend should have been nominated. But at the end of the day, what are you gonna do? It's politics at the end of the day. And that's just like best vocal album. Like, come on now, like who who really has better vocals than the weekend, like in this industry? So Um, best new artist went to Megan the Stallion. That's not surprising as the other names on this list I really don't know. Besides Doja Cat, I think Doja Cat is pretty is a pretty um good artist. Like the way that she handles herself off like outside of the studio as far as like PR like public well perception? Reception? I don't know. Anyways, Doja Cat doesn't have the best PR team, in my opinion, as she kind of gets killed a lot for doing Some crazy things with, um... I can't really speak too specifically on it because she says some, like... I don't know racist or prejudice... Prejudice is the right word. But... Anyways. Doja Cat definitely has said some things that's not, um... of the Black Empowerment Movement. Like, it doesn't fall in the line of Black Empowerment. It's kind of, like, the opposite. So Doja Cat has fallen in that category for the Black people. But... Megan Thee Stallion has not, as she is one of the most hyped, up-and-coming artists that we have right now. And I think, deserv- deservably so. I don't know why I can't talk today. But Megan Thee Stallion is... Megan Thee Stallion... I'm going to take this one. Megan Thee Stallion is, is one of the best new artists that came up last year. Even though she's not a new artist, you know how they i'm gonna keep saying this the grammys reward big names and megan the stallion is one of the biggest new names out right now so besides little baby i mean young boy they're never gonna award artists like that because like i'm telling you just like with the baby like you can't (laughs) you can't beat up people on camera in a louis vuitton store and expect to get grammy awards like Maybe down the line in the future, because Jay-Z always brags about selling, what was it Coke? I don't know. He was selling something. But you can't do something like that and then expect to get rewarded the same year. Like beating somebody up in Louis Vuitton and literally, I don't even want to say what happened at Walmart, Wal- uh, Walmart in his house. But if you look up the story, you'll be able to tell. That that clean up on Al-7 is a real thing. So, um, yeah getting into the song of the year it went to I can't breathe Ooh, with her I like that song that's a that's surprising usually song of the year goes to something that I've never heard before but I can't breathe I think that's that was a really um, powerful powerful song coming from her and I think that yeah TR Thomas did help out with with on the on the um, track black parade is on here also. I see The Box I, The Box won Did The Box win I told you I didn't I just it. I didn't w- watch the show I watched the show at the end When like Taylor Swift Swift And somebody else won Oh Billy Eilish But I didn't watch most of it I saw Like Anyways Did The Box win Anything in the award show Like I saw Roddy Ricch perform I did see that He was on the piano Like he always is singing And then he got up And tried to dance Which Yeah that was a uh, that was kind of tough to watch, but but the box did it win anything in the award show? Because I don't, I don't think it did. I, the box kind of had the weekend type numbers, where the blinding lights and the box kind of was around the sound, the same realm of pro- productivity as far as streaming and being on the top, the top five. Like I don't, I don't really understand how you don't. Well, I, I do understand. Roddy Rich is not the biggest of names, but st- but still, like he's been putting in work for a little bit. But you would think the box would have won something for being so huge of a of a record. I mean, it it was top ten for at least most of the year. So I don't know. Maybe next time. But yeah, song of the year went to "I Can't Breathe" with um by her and that that track is is pretty fire. And we had album of the year went to Taylor Swift, of course. Record of the year went to Billie Eilish, of course. And that was it. I mean, at least The Baby got nominated. <laughs> I keep going back to The Baby cuz that's just funny like like there's no way he thought he was winning. Like like I think he just was just hoping for the best and just glad he was performing because there's no way that he thought he was actually gonna win an award. Definitely not this year. And um, I mean, not the. It's not a hating thing. It's is literally like the Grammys are very political when it comes to who they nominate and and give wins to. I mean, I didn't I saw Drake was on here. I don't think he even showed up. Drake was nominated and he didn't even show up. So, and I think Lil Wayne just tweeted out tweeted out like forget the grammys but instead of forget he used the actual f word but um yeah drake was okay i think he was nominated he was nominated with like i think it was life is good no no laugh now cry later that's what he was nominated for so that was was pretty interesting interesting to see how like drake drake is one of those artists where he doesn't have to show up at the same time well, it would probably benefit him more when his album eventually comes out so he can try to get some type of uh, recognition Grammy, like Grammy-wise like Grammy to his album because Big Sean, Detroit 2, didn't get any at all besides of the one with him and Nipsey Hussle. And you knew that that wasn't going to win. And the only reason that was nominated was because of Nipsey Hussle. And like I said, the names is the thing that pushes the needle forward when it comes to Grammy winners. So, Yeah. That's all I have to say about the 2021 Grammy winners and um, click my link in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of the weekend not being nominated at all? And how could they fix this going forward? Like, what's your solution to these type of snubs? Yeah, now we're going to switch it up and get into Roblox stock. getting into roblox this is one of the more out of the blue type topics that popped up on my feed so apparently roblox corporation is doing way better in the in the pandemic than most of these other games shooting from 45 dollars to 64 dollars ultimate ultimately closing the day at $69 so it's been going up for some reason though momentum has been carrying this game forward and people say that it's really because that in the in the midst of the pandemic I mean people are obviously playing games more but it's not the the biggest of jumps and that's their they are saying it's not the biggest of surprises as Roblox is still one of the most popular games in the world. Even though it's not Fortnite at all, it still brings in a, a nice player base, so. As far as like the actual game and, and like where it's going right now. They say that the stock is pretty expensive right now, so they went they want to recommend you buy the stock right now because like whenever it's a little a little tip with like investing that I've learned in, in like the past year with when these type of stock advice hit the main corporation's like news feed like when you see it on the main news feeds of it blowing up then that's probably not the best time to invest in something usually when you see something in like the reddit um the reddit discussions or if you see room if you hear rumors from people who obviously have a great portfolio that showed you the investing portfolio or if you just well yeah so to word of mouth from people who actually have good portfolios or from reddit discussions that are underground and follow that heavily because those were the same people that boosted the GameStop stocks and boosted it so much that the, the government had to step in and say no more trading from GameStop and I think some other companies but we talked about that if you look up GameStop Mass Effect I talked about that whole thing in that segment so um, actually getting into Roblox they said that it <laughs> wouldn't it be the smartest to invest in it right now and they said that this is just blowing up because of the pandemic and a lot of people playing games at the same time and like with Roblox it's not going anywhere anytime soon. It's one of those games that's evolved and adapted with the time, so it's always going to keep going up. But as far as going from $40 to almost 70, I don't think this that type of jump's not going to happen for a while. So, people are saying that you should just wait and just get ready to try to invest in it if it falls back down, but they don't see it falling back down anytime soon. Yeah. As far as Roblox goes, like my experiences playing Roblox back in, I would say back in the day, but I'm not that old. (laughs) So playing Roblox when I used to play it, it was kind of frustrating because it would be some like timed races that I would try to do and then it would be just so hard to jump on certain blocks. I would just fall and die and have to start all the way over or in the like GTA type mode that I call it because it's pretty funny how it's like real life. Um, you have your own like house or whatever, like you start off with and you drive around, and you can have your own job, you can be a policeman, like you pick your own job, and it's literally a community of people on the game doing different things at the same time, like people are playing different roles, so it's just like GTA. That's why I compare it to GTA, and that's just one mode. Like Roblox have so many different modes, so it's so many different game modes that comes with Roblox, it's like GTA Call of Duty. And puzzle games all in one it's just depending on what mood you're in for that specific playthrough so yeah it's not really too much i wanted to get into with roblox it's not too many times that roblox pops up on my feed that like mans me to like talk about it but um yeah that's all i really had to say about roblox so click my link share my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of roblox stock jumping up this much and do you think that Roblox is going to keep increasing in popularity or will it eventually die off? Oh, yeah. no. Now we're going to switch it up and get into Beyonce and we're going to finish up with Beyonce and Megan The Stallion. Okay. Getting into Beyonce and Megan The Stallion. This is one of the I wouldn't say the greatest duos, but one of the most hype duos of last year. Now, if you thought Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B was hype from the "WAP" track, <laughs> then um, Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce is that times ten because they have Grammys official. They ha- they officially have Grammys to their name. So, with Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce, they're adding to the Grammy collection. Uh, Savage won. Remix. Oh, okay. okay, the savage remix won Grammy Award for a best rap song. And it won. It was something else it took out. Okay, one best rap song beating out the likes of Little Baby the Bigger Picture, which is just criminal in my opinion. The box by Roddy Rich. Laugh Now Cry Later by Drake featuring Lil Durk and Rockstar by The Baby featuring Roddy Rich. The two So the two actually went on stage to to accept the award. I think I saw a picture from that. Like I said, I didn't watch the award show um, until the end. And Megan Stallion got up there and thanked Beyonce for her support, saying, quote, First of all, I have to keep have to keep thanking God because without God, none of this, none of us would be here today. I also want to say congratulations to everybody because of all because all of these songs were amazing. Quote: music really helped all of us get through the pandemic. I definitely want to say thank you, Beyonce. If you know me, you have to know ever since I was little, you know that when I grow up, I'm going to be like the rap Beyonce. (laughs) That was my goal. I love her work ethic. I love how she is. I love the way she carried herself right Beyonce's just funny I mean isn't that Rihanna anyways um getting well no isn't that Nicki man Nicki's really just been Nicki's being treated but let me okay getting the Megan stallion <laughs> um those are of, of course those are obviously on words towards Beyonce and she's very appreci- appreciative of her because I mean who wouldn't I mean you put Beyonce in your, your Savage remix and you get a Grammy like if you didn't put her on your remix you probably wouldn't have got a grammy you probably would have been just walking away with best new artist which is not bad but it's still like could have had more and then she also said she also thanked jay-z for putting her on rock nation which is something that um a lot of people didn't know that she was on rock nation until like the whole thing with her label blew up and the label was like, we're not letting you go to Jay-Z because we signed you first and stuff like that. But I think Jay-Z found a way, a convincing way to buy her out of a deal. So uh, that's all I'm going to say. Um, The victory came for Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce. I think they won like two awards for, the, for that Savage remix. And it made uh, Beyonce the all time record for most Grammy Awards wins ever by any singer so that was pretty huge as um sometimes when when you get an award people don't really appreciate it but with Beyonce it's kind of like she's the mo- she's like the, the role model for every up and coming artist like how to act and behave at these award shows because without her it would be kind of hard to like have a good role model to show you how you're supposed to accept these awards and how you're supposed to just lay the lay the foundation to keep going in in like in life. So so yeah. That's all I really had to talk about with the Beyonce Megan Stallion. I'm like I'm I think that's a huge accomplishment for Megan Stallion. For Beyonce. Probably way more to come. And she just tied the record for most grammys for a female artist and i think she'll break it next year i mean all she has to let me just like beyonce is very talented so she's obviously gonna break that record it's like inevitable at this point yeah that's what i had to say about megan stallion and beyonce click my link here in my bio to let me know one of my social medias what do you think of the savage remix and do you think Megan Thee Stallion would have won, won a Grammy with just Savage without Beyonce? Now we're going to get into the overview of the pod for episode 41. We started off with Little Baby versus Quavo, Quavius, in the All Star game, and how Quavo had like 37 points, 50 blocks, and like 100 assists, in a game going to 21. So that was pretty interesting. Then we got to the Grammy, uh, the 2021 Grammy winners and talked about how certain artists should know that they're not getting a Grammy because of the the criminal acts that they've performed and not even criminal, but just like the kind of violent acts that could be searched up if they actually win an award and then the award show could actually come under, be under fire because of that. So, um, going into Roblox stock. I think roblox is one of those games that's never going away it has so many different modes i compared it to gta and the many different things you can do um and then you and then you have beyonce and megan and then we finish with beyonce and megan and stallion megan and stallion and beyonce obviously are one of the most was one of the most hype duos of last year and this just captivated it with their awards and i think they got mo- i think they got like two awards for the savage remix and of course, Megan Thee Stallion took the time out to thank Beyonce and Jay-Z for signing her to Roc Nation. But yeah, that's about it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the, to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast. And don't be afraid to send me a voice message letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Click my link here in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, Click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect. It's your boy, Dreams, from The Notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted to turn your spare change into thousands of dollars? Well, that's where Acorns comes in. Acorns is a micro-investing platform that does the saving and investing for you. You simply link a credit or debit card, and after each purchase, Acorns will automatically round up the amount you spent to the nearest dollar. Then it will take that change, no matter how small the amount, and funnel it into your investment portfolio that's tailor-made for you. There are no deposit or account minimums to maintain. No commission fees and no penalties when withdrawing funds. Download the Acorns app on your mobile app store to start turning your spare change into generational wealth today.